huge. I don't know. Without Devin Booker, I think, I mean, fuck. They're in trouble. I don't I mean, they're going to win this series. Uh, you Yes. I 100% agree with that. I mean, look at what the fucking Pelicans have had to try and do to get into the playoffs. Do you, Are you enjoying the this is the first year of the playing game. Is that something that we like or we don't like? I hate it with baseball, but I also, as I get older and there's a million other things to fucking watch and you can catch up at like the seventh inning in or same thing. I always say the NBA doesn't start till the fourth quarter and that never happened when I was growing up. So, but literally for the past 20 years, you do not have to fucking tune in until the fourth quarter and then it becomes a game right um and i get it it's there's money you got to get people that are tuning in people can always say oh they're fucking fixed or they're not fixed there's no way that a ref would buy in bullshit we saw a ref buy in you know all this is about tv shit or money right um baseball i think baseball would do itself huge if it cut itself to 120 games it's just so long it's so long and it does not matter july well the well, um, it's so long the season and the games are so long dude they're like four uh, hours long yeah oh no. yeah oh yeah they gotta speed it up i don't know about that i think a real well i like baseball so it's i understand the strategy behind it i hate the fact they got rid of you can't shift you yes, can, you can no no more. Have you watched baseball? Oh, they, what are they? Well, they no, they line up right at second base. They no longer can cross second base. I don't think so. I think I saw the shift. I think really? I've seen it this year. Yeah. All right. I thought I heard that too, but I. But I. Okay. If not, it's in talks. Oh yeah. That's bullshit. It is the bullshit. DH. You know what? Here's the, the thing. DH. I say get. You don't like the shift? Hit it to the other side. That, well, no shit. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I'm 38 year old man. I could, I think I could hit it to the other side if I had to, because I was taught that as a kid. These true. dudes just can't. The best players in the world can't hit it to the other side. They even lay down a bunt. They can't lay down a bunt. No, no, that's insanity. You know what? Uh, you know what's crazy? My nephew plays college baseball. Relief pitcher will never have an at bat ever, ever, ever in college. I don't know if he had any in high school. I don't know when the last time. Mine, who played high school baseball and got a college scholarship had a, ba- a, a meaningful at-bat. And the fucked up part about that is, is he hit, I'm guessing, hit, was the best hitter on his team all oh, through all of Little League, Babe Ruth, high school. Because he's if he got drafted, he's... No, he's not drafted. Oh, he's all right. Gonna, he's playing Division One baseball? No, three. Oh, that's crazy then if he doesn't get another at bat. They, and he's playing division they, three. It's division high one is high school, you're just a pitcher. You're just a pitcher. When I played in like in high school or oh, yeah. when I was a kid, everybody hit. Pitchers hit. There was no just we have just pitchers. I you know, now that I might be I think it's real parents. fucked up in the D H, they still got it or no? Uh, they got rid of it in the National League. See, that's I love so that. fucked up. This I think fucking you, game, man. I know. Sun, it's not going to cover. Suns are two and a half, you said? Yes. Point favorites? Yep. 
No Devin Booker. The, uh, He's got bad wheels, man. He fuck, the other the other hamstring was the problem in like December. That's not good. If you got one that's a little fucking yippity, yeah. maybe we can fix that, but you got a hamstring problem. Zoinks. But fuck him, right? He's on the Suns. I don't give a fuck. He doesn't play for the Celtics, and he's in a sick league. This league is fucking horrible. Uh, <laughs> so much I'm, better than college basketball. Oh, absolutely. College yes. basketball is absolutely I'm, unwatchable. I'm not even remotely arguing even close to that, but this is painful. Literally the I fourth like quarter. You can pay attention to the fourth quarter. The I mean, ticky-tack think... fouls, the fucking rules are gonzo. Look at this place. It's 112. Been, okay, hold on. Minutes. Hold on a second. It's 112 to 108, 14 seconds yep. left. And look at the people dressed as blue seats. Empty. Well, this is New Orleans. It doesn't fucking matter. That's the... Okay, if this no, league is so good... You're worried about what doesn't matter. They're going to hit a three and fucking cover dude stop worrying about the bullshit listen i grew up in a gambling <laughs> household and i don't gamble because the dude that's sitting there you screaming in yellow and over about his 20 we got this his 25 dollar bet you said you got over. this when i sat down and i told you yeah you mush. this is the second mush. time on the podcast yeah. fuck alabama me. football <laughs> you motherfucker, dude. yep don't fuck me. five points five points they're gonna hit a fucking three but look meaningless at, three. New Orleans, it's such a party town. They got a good basketball team. What's going to happen with Zion? Okay. I think I saw a thing, and in, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners. Look, look at this, this asshole. Did he fly from Phoenix? Are you fucking kidding me? It's Randy Macho Man Savage <laughs> with a top hat, spray-painted completely orange. His body. That's how you fucking went to the game. His body is spray orange. I know. It, everything is spray yeah. painted orange. Not just that. Living his best life, dude. What do you think that guy's worth? <laughs> I don't know. I can't imagine too terribly much. I don't know. I think you've got to be worth a lot more than, I mean. He's got a, a shtick. We live normal. We live normal lives, and we run a fucking well, pigeon podcast. I think, I think we do okay. Like this isn't our make or break. We're never painting How ourselves. How does foul orange. ball guy make it? He foul up. ball guy has a strategy. No, but how does he make it to all these games? How did he afford it to start? Uh an investment, dude. It's a, they got a thirty thirty on him, and I believe he was in investment. So he's he won. He's got backdoor fucking. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. New York City Stock Exchange investor okay. working for an investment firm. Could so be completely is he making wrong. Money off of this foul ball thing? Oh then? yeah, how? Fuck yeah, because like, he's got a book on how he does it. People follow him everywhere. Okay, now Instagram now now and all Instagram. the bullshit. You know, he catches it with a Gatorade in the other fucking hand or whatever he does. But there's a he he follows there at bats. The motherfucker is in every spot on monster home runs i know so we i mean that's i can't imagine the amount of work of following dudes and running around home run yeah right home run dirt break like his stories of getting past ushers and shit like that i don't know that i can that i can do i can't do painted orange guy that stands in the corner 
I mean, it, it, I guess it doesn't bother me, but it's. I mean, it's a, you, every stadium has that guy. Like the Detroit Lions, when Big Cat go with, with those two dudes and like the oh, spiked yeah. shoulder yep. pads that are at every single. Or game. Marlins guy goes to every oh, game yeah. dressed in the old school oh, yeah. Marlins gear. He's a sausage. But he he goes to every awesome sport, like every awesome yeah. baseball game. Yep. He's there. A hey, row. Foulball guy, guy had a little tiff. <laughs> they ought to. I mean, they're trying. They're probably doing more for the game in realist in reality oh, than this guy. Have you ever listened to Marlon? Pardon my take with Marlon's guy on there. No. Oh, the guy's clueless. Here we go. But still, he sits there. Six. Oh I, boy! Did cover. that just cover? No, it's still covered. No. Oh. So it's still covered. Two and a half. Fuck. Dude, Vegas nails it. Every time. It's crazy. They're so good at everything, and it's it's way less than algorithm. I'm sure now they probably run algorithms on it all, but for the most part, it's people that, like, less than 50 people no. make major lines for well, all the major games they, ESPN did a story like a decade maybe more ago about the 12 dudes that just sit around a room well, maybe it's not 12 maybe it's 20 but it's very few sit around a room and they just go all right Pats versus Jets and depending on whatever it is it's like and they go around the room what do you think what do you think what do you think and they discuss for like not that long a time and it's like, all right, ten and a half, nine and a half. Oh, Testaverde's out. All right, it's fucking twelve and a half. You know, go on and on. All right, we'll set the line. It's eleven. Like such ran that eleven such a weird. Yeah. When's the last time you saw an eleven point spread in football? <laughs> Never. But then the money will decide it by Sunday. Yeah. You know. But now it's it's everything. It's got to be now. Correct, but still the money decides it. Yes, I'm not arguing. Those dudes are unreal, and it's guys that just follow it. And it's not a huge group. It's not computer systems. It's people. Yeah, but there's live updates. Out. There's pitch by pitch updates now. Now I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. When I lived it, was just a couple dudes sitting around, and they'd go game by game. But that was before, you know, they had prop. I mean, the Super Bowl was the big prop bet. Now everything's got a prop bet. Every, know, every game, every game has play, crazy every, prop bets. I think you bet pitches, balls, and strikes. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, you can bet whatever the fuck you want. If you've got a, you know, convenience store bookie that is willing to take the bet, he's going to bet whatever he wants. It's just now we're seeing it on a computer or on a bigger stage. But yeah. everybody would have taken whatever bet you wanted to give. I mean, who doesn't fucking gamble on is it heads or tails? Yeah. It's the easiest fucking bet in the world. And people are like, all right, a dollar each way. I mean, waste management years ago, they don't do it anymore. We used to sit on 16. It was dollars. Did you take green, yellow, or white in each caddy? Because they play threesomes there. Their waste management used to be a green, yellow, or white W, and that's who you bet on. There was tape. That whole fucking place was people betting dollars on who would race. Yeah. Remember when the, the caddies used to yeah. race? Now they don't do it anymore because I think a couple dudes took diggers and fucking busted their nose. Maybe not busted their nose, but skinned their knee. Yeah. And they don't do it anymore. But that was a huge 
huge way, part of being is there. Is there still the same amount of desert between there? Uh, as is, far as I know, it's yeah, probably. It just it's looks the same. So much different with the stadium around it when it's not. And like, now, look at Tiger's Ace. There ain't shit there. I know. There isn't shit there. The only time I've ever played it is with the stadium wrapped around it. Uh, you could see right through everything, you know, because they pull up the awnings so let air flow through it and everything. But it's the whole entire thing. I can't imagine what that hole looks like without anything. Uh, I've never, I've never even played the place. It's fun. During the only time I've ever played it is Christmas is the earliest, and the day after is the latest. So I'm playing it when it's every time yeah. it's everything's yeah. up. Yeah, right. The day after is, I mean, it's everything's up, but then you have a like a crazy evacuation of everything. It's everything going down is, the day after? Oh, the minute it's over. The minute it's over. It takes, again, anybody know, truthfully, it goes up in starting in October. So it's November, December. January, February, four months, and it's done. Like, it's completely gonzo a month ago. You know, completely gonzo. And I think it's like three weeks, most all the structures. Like, all the kitchen stuff that's in between 17 18, they built like, uh, they paved it all, so all the trucks, all the food vendor, like semis, the refrigerated stuff yeah. sits in that area. And that's just to the left of number 10. So you can snap one into 10, or you can smoke the semi that's driving continuously vehicles crossing from your left to your right, right in front of you in the T-box, where the access road cuts across. So the day after, it's like, all right, you got... 30 seconds to fucking hit because here comes another semi just pulling shit out. That's how fast that thing is. Really? Leaving town. It's why, and they just are like, fuck it. Just we're working. You're in a charity fucking event, so it doesn't matter. And they just bomb. Yeah. There's not them stopping. Yeah, right. You know, at my place, you know, we, my access road to the shop is you got to cut right in front of number one, or when you leave and you're basically taking. And over the show, the Brady passed a Gronk, you know, from 18. Any of your guys ever been hit? Anybody? Nope, never. never in my nine it. years, they had no car I know. And we all leave there. And, I mean, coming there, there's no one right, there. Well, we're leaving. Uh, the dumpster trucks, delivery vendors, nothing I've heard of. I've had, I think Javier's had one back window for sure. We had a sunroof from another guy. And... I think a side window just cut, parked at my shop from 18. Really? And that's like healed. Yeah. For a righty, that is healed. And I don't know what it is for a lefty, <laughs> even though I put one almost pe- completely parallel to 2T with the sim. The I mean, sorry, the stealth the first time I ever hit it off 18, new T, <laughs> when I had uh, Troy out here. I was ready to fucking swing my balls off. Me and Javier played today. Yeah. Um, so we started on the blue tee and I said, all right, if we bogey, you move forward, you par, you stay on the same tee box, you birdie, you move backwards. Um, 
by four, we were both on the yellow tee, which is the forward tee. All the way forward? And then the entire back nine, we played the yellow tee. <laughs> Part every, I shot 37 on the back from the yellow tee. <laughs> like, so I guess that's, that's where I belong. Do not, right? The old saying yeah. was, is don't move back till you can break par on whatever tee box. It was, uh, it was awesome. I, it was awesome. I think we both, I think we said to each other more times than not how frustrating it was, you know, shooting par yeah. from a tee that you, I mean, we're hitting driver on everything. Uh, number six, I, I hit one and just, you're trying to pull off of it, yeah. you know, to not smash it all the way through. People would say, hit a fucking three wood. Uh, I'm not so good with my three wood. <laughs> Uh, number 18 though five iron flew the green but you put yourself in the worst spots seven you flew the green with a five iron <laughs> yeah well the wind was blowing like a motherfucker today oh, and it was at our back 17 same thing i ripped it up on the right side hill my drive was pin high but now i have this flop shot to try and stop it from going way down the hill yeah so you put yourself in such shit situations yeah. I think we should go out and do it again and play it like let's score. Yeah. Let's play golf. And you're, I mean, leave the driver in the sh in the yard. You don't even bring that thing with you. And I would say not even, That's probably not even a three me. wood. That's a difference maker for me. Because uh, you can't, you know, you can't hit it half the time. But number nine, you put yourself in a fucking sick position. But you're still hitting these half- half 58s half 54 wedges yeah. into shit which is a hard shot all right let's pull it back and hit the five iron and then have a full nine in yep keep that fucking thing in the back course management that's the the average golfer just fucking stinks at it yep stinks stand up there and bomb driver yeah but it was it was very fun i would say going you know even if you're a paying fucking customer for laughs go see what happens it's the same thing. But you never it's made a, birdie on... <laughs> uh, we made... I made birdie on four and then immediately bogeyed five. So I went back a tee to green. Uh, Javier birdied seven? Seven maybe? And then immediately was back and never back on the green one. He went once, I went twice. We started on the blue. That's awesome. Yeah. But it was, you saw the golf course from a completely yeah. different spot. And it made it, it was fun as shit. I would highly advise going and doing it. Instead of pulling it all the way back. I mean, do what we did. If you earn it, you earn it. If you don't, you don't. And Maybe you, we do that on, on Wednesday. Just play, uh, the, play with the forward tees. Yeah, we've talked about it for <laughs> Hack Attack before is let's do it. You know, if you get, but then there's skins involved. Yeah. So if you bogey, so bogey, bogey, you get all the way up to the front and you skin it. But you hope maybe the rest of the field maybe have you done that. You didn't have any birdies on the back nine, is what you told me. So. All right, maybe we'll like think that. about this for the canyon. Maybe I'll think about that for the canyon's format is if you bogey it, you move forward. But now we have to play the full ball. And that's I think is fine because I'll be we'll be playing what mine's my, May 11th it'll be somewhat cool out so yeah. we can be four hours, 
and play your golf ball. I'll cap the thing at like 40 people so we don't have a shitload of them running around there. Play the full ball and you move all the way forward or move all the way back. But how many of them are all going to move up and be <laughs> from the yellows birdie in that hole? Oh, yeah. So maybe that'll make that skin spot fucking huge. Or, but I'm saying you didn't even birdie though any holes and the yellows. No, I did. No, I know a couple, uh, two of them. Yeah, but you could birdie two in, from the back tees there. Easy. Correct. The front, the front nine was very frustrating, and then the back nine, it felt like, all right, this is where we're at, man. Just play golf. Stop. Just stop overpowering the joint. Humbling. And the, the forward tees used to be called the ladies' tees. I had duct tape, ducking my dick and balls back between my legs. <laughs> I'm a man, baby. <laughs> Fuck me. Jesus. I have to hit, uh... From the Jingweeds podcast is brought to you by Southwest Turf Support. Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. Southwest Turf Support is located right here in Phoenix, Arizona. They take care of everybody in all of Arizona. They also cover Nevada, Southern California, and also New Mexico. Visit swturfsupport.com where you can find out who your local rep is in your area, along with a list of all their products that they distribute. No. You fucker. I got rid of it. You fucker. Hey, whatever. It was jumble, jumble, malaya, malaya. All right. Beer review time. It's uh, before Friday night, episode number 95 of From the Jingweeds. Welcome, everybody. We're doing beer reviews. I was over at Simple Machine. Me and Frankie went to the dog park. She wrestled it up. And now she's sleeping in her chair. She was a good girl at Simple Machine. We went there to get beers and uh, have one or two during the first half of the fucking Suns game. I got the Blueprint Lager. I did have the I Don't Know. I Don't Know while I was drinking there. was uh, It's a IPA gassy. I yeah. brought these guys home. It's a uh, light lager, 4.1% ABV. Like 10 IBUs. It's a great beer. Crispy. Um, smooth. It's a golf course wise. This would be it. You think so? It's I mean, good. when it's, it's a part Arizona, it. hot as shit. It's a Coors Light. It's your replacement I, of your Coors Light. Like, I fucking hate Coors Light. Coors Light is a double bogey max beer. And I don't understand... <laughs> Why all my friends in Arizona drink Coors Light? I think it's it because we're course. on the golf course and, and it's a hundred degrees. Love up. Coors Original, but dude, you could drink a Miller Light. It'd be so. Much I, oh, Miller Lights! I don't. Oh, I'm not I a do full flavor. Uh, I'm not a Miller Light guy. <laughs> Coors Light is such a trash can beer, dude. Leah, Leah, that drinks it. Leah, not my Leah, but Leah, that uh, is the groundskeeper for uh, the Reno Aces uh-huh. baseball team. Miller Light guy. That's that's her statement. I'm a Miller Lite guy. <laughs> Good for you. Man. Yeah. Fuck. Miller Lite. I hope that uh, when we're up there for the Jingweeds, the I think they play the uh, Tuesday that we're Tuesday night. We're leaving Wednesday morning, which our flights were have already been changed. 
What is that? Uh, we are leaving the 28th from here, which is a Sunday of August. Yeah. And we're coming back the 31st. And we finally bought tickets the other day. And uh, flight to Reno. No, sorry. Coming from Reno to Phoenix has already changed. It went, up se- it went up $17. On, uh, no, sorry. $14 from me and Casey having lunch in the afternoon at 11 o'clock to buying the tickets at 7 o'clock at night. Really? The flight from Phoenix to Reno, which I get because it's going to be 3,000 degrees then. Yep. And the heat is hitting right now. We've had a couple of really warm ones. Had a fucking beautiful day today, a little breezy. But you get that little taste, you know, of like, oh, here it fucking comes. I think it's supposed to reach 100 by Wednesday of this week so coming like up. 98. So uh, you see those flights going up a little bit. It's like, oh, here you go. You better get one now because it's going to be pricey because it's going to be nice and cool but anywho coming back uh prices stay the same but it went up 17 bucks that day and then they changed our flight i'm sure because of the lack of people already it's uh i don't know two hours different later or earlier earlier oh brutal mm-hmm. <laughs> you picked the five but two so, but no <laughs> it's we well we started with the same one i flew out of there with at 10 o'clock Sorry, 12 o'clock, and now it's moved to like 10.50. But hopefully we can go see the Reno Aces on uh, Tuesday night. They have a home game. And uh, it'll be sweet, fucking she says. Bring the metal lights. You can come out and sit out in the outfield or in the shop and watch the game. You have yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I thought. It was like, hey, we're up there, so let's yeah. do it, right? Might as well. But fuck. All right, beer reviews. We got two more from Sterling Street Brewery. Last week we had the uh, Lighten Up and the Michael Diamond. Lighten Up, we could have drank a thousand of them. Yes, uh, those are delicious. The Michael Diamonds, I think it's that's the hazy IPA. It tasted yeah. just like everybody else's hazy, which is excellent. Nine times out of ten, I did have. Uh, I had a couple beers dropped off by Stone Brewery. Um, I'm not a fan of Stone Brewery. You don't like Stone? No. Oh, dude, Stone IPA it's is a staple. Everything they make is very bitter and boozy for me. Yeah. Um, their IPAs are high Stone on the IPA. IBUs. Delicious just, IPA? Oh, forget about I'm it. just not a fan. And with the changeover of the restaurant, we're now sniffing out some beers to bring in and maybe change out yeah. some others. And Stone, Martin, hand, you know, it's like, hey, two beers came in try these things apparently i'm the beer guy <laughs> at the golf course uh <laughs> yucky oh i disagree which ones um Tangerine Express. there was a there was a mexican lager with lime it was maybe oh, buena Vesa? you didn't like uh, that i don't know it came in a white can stone buena Vesa is a fucking it was great horrible you're false horrible you're fucking false drank the whole thing horrible And then there was another hazy IPA that I dumped out. It was in a purpley can. Maybe it's... Listen, I didn't see these things get delivered. They may have came out of the fucking distributor's truck after sitting in there hot. The Quick Stop had like uh, uh, 12 packs of 19-ouncers for like $4.99. There you go. Hold on. There you go. You just... They stink so bad. Oh yeah, they had Fortunate Islands, one of the best beers on the planet. I Twenty-four have. packs for eight ninety-nine. Take it easy. All People right. just don't. All right. Take it fucking easy over there, bud. 
I'll come I, over this fucking table. I, I <laughs> have, fucking I'll turn the flames on and it'll burn you on the way over. I have a fortunate island inside. Had them last week as I was sitting out oh, here by myself. Oh, maybe one of the best. Modern yeah. times, fortunate yes. island IPAs. Let's pay it's up there as one of the best beers, beers going. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so we got Sterling Street Brewery. Uh, two more beers to go. Hello, Clinton. Blondale. I think it's fucking a great beer. It's uh, <laughs> fucking Blondale. You sent me with Ramp Jam, the double IPA, 8.2%. What is it? It's 8.2%. Oh, it's sorry. two of those. Good. This one's a uh, 5.4% alcohol. Hello, Clinton's a beautiful beer. Hello, Nasty. It's a beautiful song. Uh, I, That's really good. This is a, that is very fucking good. This is a power beer. It's a blonde. So This being an 8.2, it doesn't taste as diesel as an 8.2 should. Let's go switchies. swap a Oh, what the fuck? You passed me along an 8.2 boozy beer, double Buddy, IPA. You just Ramp stand jam. up and walk into your room. I'm not going to be able to finish that. <laughs> True that. Ooh. Delicious. You know what's that's great. I got it about three inches from my mouth in the smell. I'm not sure they could name it anything else but jam. It is very grape raspberry jam ish stink on it. That's one of the I don't I never sit here and go, Oh, oh what's it smell like? But it caught me. It was so it must mean something. That's a really good. That's a really good it beer. Tastes as diesel as is. Yeah, right. Yeah. I would give it that. It's got. It's not bitter at all. Does it have the IBUs on it? No, we'll that's have to Frankie. look that up. That's Frankie. Frankie is fucking out like a light. She's got her fucking little ring how many, on. How many of those ramp jams does she have? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably everything else that's floating around out here on the patio. And then she sleeps on that thing and cuts. I mean, how much circulation thing is reaching that brain? <laughs> None, right? The way she's hanging her head over the side. The back of her nugget. She may not be able to breathe. She's fucking an awesome dog. Yep. She keeps right, gets better yeah. and better all the time. And now, she's so good. She runs the entire golf course. I sprayed greens the other day. She stays way outside of the boom. She hates the boom, so that's a good thing, <laughs> right? Awesome. Uh, so she stays way outside, and she just runs around in a circle. And when we go from hole to hole, it's car path. That's it. Doesn't go in the desert, which really? is good. Um, had to nick her yesterday. No, sorry, two days ago. Um, this is Friday, so yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, yesterday getting into the desert and there's a lot more snakes i'm finding i think i mentioned uh, a couple of them on the road squished yeah because they come out at night is to it, try and rewarm the themselves black one, the king snake yeah i saw one dead in the road yesterday. there was one torn up in my fairway um javier said he saw one going it was a bull snake climbing the um climbing the sand on 18 bunker nice uh we had one reported two rattlesnakes out in front of the the ice machine out in front of the clubhouse. Of Rattlesnake course, or bull snake? They, well, they don't know. But they call, hey, maintenance. Oh, yeah. We got a snake here. It's like, well, that's awesome news. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, just I'll take a picture of it. Yeah. Can you send me the picture? Yeah. What the fuck do you put want Put something around it, you know, at least a cone. And, and I get it. Hey, before. if you get it. On my door, it should say superintendent, snake collector. Yeah. Beekeeper. Uh, which Controller of the wind. <laughs> Fro- frosty. Frosty guy. So just to talk golf for a second. So I get an email probably like two weeks ago. Uh, hey, it's, this is like, hey, there's water spraying all over my, you know, my fucking back porch soaking me down. I need your somebody. I need somebody here ASAP. I'm going to take you to court. And it was like, I just responded. Hey, dude, like, don't lose any sleep. We'll just adjust in the morning if there's a problem. You live on a golf course. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, all right, I send my assistant. It was the next day was Sunday. It's, and first of all, the tone it was like, I'm done with this guy already. Who the fuck do you think you are? Man? Like, I'm a human being too. Yeah. I'm an adult. I'm not purposely throwing on your saguaro or th- like ruining your dinner on your back patio. Or like, your I'm fence. Not a dick, right? So what the, why, what makes it okay? How many members or people have, I don't know, you've talked about it, cuss at you and treat you like a piece of shit. It's like, dude, who do you think you are? I've had members yelling at me, cussing at me, or not, yeah, like homeowners. Oh, yeah. And it's like, dude, if you're going to cuss at me, I'm, I'm done here. I don't know why you think that's acceptable or why you think but I'm personally. But I hope I fucking run into you in Safeway. Just yeah. give me the chance, yeah. like off this property so I can fucking. This is what I wanted to do today. I'd be walk behind them in Safeway and kick their back Yesterday legs. I was bored and I randomly picked your house to yeah. fire a, a sprinkler in your backyard. You know what I mean? Like, look at where you live. There's 36 holes in houses lining every one of them. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes we're going to get a rusty fence. So anyway, I tell my assistant, hey, go take a look. Yep. Uh, I think it's just the wind boss. We adjusted. We even adjusted off his house a little bit. Next night, 730. It's not fixed. I go, sir, it's the wind. He goes, no, it's not. I want you here tomorrow. It's like, all right, so this drags on. So I go there tomorrow. I'm kicking heads on. As soon as I kick a head on, it runs out. He's like making a scene, taking his uh, like this cushions off his stuff outside. And the wind is blowing the water into his back patio. But it's not the arc. It's just there's a five-mile-an-hour wind, and it's blowing the mist. Bud, I don't know what to tell you. So, now you, to so now you have to have a chit-chat with him? Oh, yeah, he came out immediately. You know, it was like, hey, moving man, all, his, moving all his shit. He's like, no, no. And so it's like, all right, dude. you know, more confrontational. I was like, look, man, I'm just going to go get the general manager. You can have it out with him. And then so like. And your GM's got to be like, seriously, this is what we got to do now. I get it all the time, man. All the time. When you have How that do you many sign up for to- that gig? We rip on them here and there. No, we'll, I'm not going to get too far away. We rip on our GMs just yeah. because they're not us. We're diff- we, I get oh, yeah. it. We're the right. different breed. I yeah. get it. Right. I think but it's already. How do you. No matter what. How do you sign a, up for there's that? There's always a war with us in the pro shop. There's always a war with us yeah. in F&B. There's always a war. Just because it's like, who has to be the most flexible? We do. It's like, hey, man, need to get this shotgun out at eight. Yeah. Frost or no frost. Yeah. Hey, man. And, by the way, it's still got to be set up. You the know, the wind mean? is blowing last night, and yeah. it's got Mister Smith's fucking yeah. patio hey. furniture a little wet. Yeah, 
you know what I mean? You're always eating it from everybody. Hey, got to get this shotgun out. Hey, got to get, hey, can you come collect the snake? You know? Yeah. Like we, we're trash and water and ice. It's always we easy need to wa- tell the members. Hey, water we'll jugs. Yeah. Water jugs have, don't have any ice in it because I yeah. shook the fucking yeah. thing last night. Horrible pen yesterday. Well, we cut 365 year, 65 cups a year. Yeah. You might get a bad one. <laughs> Maybe. So anyway, I go, yesterday's the day we finally meet with a GM. And every time the irrigation system comes on, email. What are we meeting? Email. When do we meet? I'm like, dude, so is this is two weeks still? I'm having enough. Yesterday. So <laughs> he goes, so he's like talking to my GM and me, and I'm just like had enough of this guy. I got to turn the heads on. And I like, I don't want to ruin his fence. I get it. And I don't want to blow stuff, but I'm not purposely doing it. Absolutely. Also, his saguaro has been on that corner since 1970, right? Like, and the water's been here too, dude. I don't know what to say. Uh, but anyway, he's like, well, what do you do on a windy night? And I go, well, I don't control the wind. <laughs> That's what he asked. He asked, what do you do on a windy night? And he goes, well, what do you do if it's windy? I was like, I don't. I fly I don't, kites with my kids. Like I don't everybody. The wind, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Me and the kids pull out fucking just, trash bags and hopefully sticks. Hopefully he doesn't listen. I know a couple of my No, I know. I know, but it's just like, this is, the whole point is, this is what, I'm going to take you to court. Well, let's go, man. Let's just go then. Let's get it over with. <laughs> yeah. Let's just rip the band aid off. Because we'll go out here. He goes, just let the grass die. I go, do you understand what my job is, buddy? Do you want any more of that one? It's a little counterintuitive to what we're trying to do here. Hold on. It is. It's bananas. Let the grass die? My job is to keep this grass alive. I don't know what to tell you. And you bought here because? Why did you buy that house? Yeah. Where did you live before? Why did you Hello, Brooklyn. You need to adjust the arc. You need, oh, you know what he said in the first email, the very first one? I don't know why you're, what, you don't know what you're doing. You're watering at 730 at night. You shouldn't be watering until after 10. That's what he's like. You're telling me when I should water now, yeah. apparently. I What's guess. your water window? Did you, I mean, right this now, is I could for you geeks. Around, I know, but how long does it take to water 36 holes? Oh, well, two pump stations right now, probably like four hours. Yeah, right. In the middle of the summer, we could we're getting over this twelve hour range if we really stretch out the landscapes and the driving range and but yeah, everything's rocking all on. Yeah, are you running roughs every day now? Every other and every start, other. We we probably backed them. Off. I backed them off tonight. It was getting a little wet. How's but, the uh, how's the spray out of revolver doing? I just finished. It works. <laughs> <laughs> really i'm i'm waiting now i uh oh dude so i sprayed manuscript started last saturday we could go tomorrow oh man these are they yeah. give you good burps Diesel. this ramp jam you, it's good though you get a good guzzle on it it'll give you a good bell shaped <laughs> um so i sprayed last saturday started spraying three ounces of manuscript and then uh six and seven I spray a revolver on it and had extra left over and then uh, tagged a little bit into it. And I was like, ah, oh, go finish the range with the rest of the revolver, blow it out. You know, the range called the test plot. Yeah. 
<laughs> just empty. Everything. What's your rate on revolver? Um, I did three ounces. Okay. And um, ended up spraying fifteen and uh, blew it all out. Did I show you the picture of eighteen? And I'm just waiting. No. So 18, I ran out of product. How many weeks ago did you do two, this? Two, when I took this picture. It was two weeks apart. And I ran out of product. So 18, I was like, yeah, I'll just leave it to see what it looks like in two weeks. Here's the... It'll be on your left is untreated versus treated on the right. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely a, perfect. Come look at one through six. <laughs> no bueno? <laughs> Smoke? One through, one through eight. Looks so much different than 9 through 18. Not and you're on smoke. white wing or quail? Quail. Not smoke smoke. And the good news is there's a shitload of Bermuda out there. There is. But it dinged it on 1 through 8. Way more than it dinged it on. Because I'm like huh. driving 1 through 8 like, fuck, maybe we went to a week too early. You know? I should have waited But the a weather's week. so cool. Or it has been so cool for the most part that then, it would. you'd think that it would slow it way all, down. Had a clogged nozzle on one. Just green streets. <laughs> <laughs> like a damn prison suit and then uh and it was in the back middle boom so i couldn't see it right and then uh so like had that and one through eight it just seems like it took way more than nine through 18 same rate same everything Sorry for taking so long. I'm trying to think of like two weeks ago you did this. So you had. And I will tell you one through five. I have it on its Did own. you have the frosties the first week you sprayed it? Was that our frost week or was that last week? That was last week. Just trying to play the temperature game because I have no idea. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. One gets. One gets sun. One I bet is a ton of Bermuda all the five, time. I have in their own watering schedule because they are so much different. They dry out. They always stink worse and, the rest. and then they get super wet right but i like if you super dry two minutes yeah two minutes too long super wet not enough super dry so they're on their own thing and a part of this is they start earlier because i want those are the only holes running while the pump station's running for the pressure and, and then i want them off for the when the rest of the system turns on and that's helped but i don't i don't know if it's a soil thing or what the fuck's the deal with, with those holes but definitely the revolver even reacted different there we can look at it that is interesting yeah we're gonna play uh wednesday right white wing though yeah oh yeah fuck i, I feel one. like i've been there fucking on white wing i haven't played quail in forever feels like let's do it monday <laughs> okay. all right i'll be there <laughs> you can tell me how you feel about my but Mm-mm. when i'm driving I'm like, uh, and then I get on top. It's fucking good playing surface, dude. The picture I just saw says, "Oh, all it is is just a." So when I was driving on 18, when I took that picture, I wanted to go do white wing because it looked awesome, and the clipping yield is minimum. Funny, we were uh, me and Javier played today, and we were sitting on 18 green, just kind of after the round, talking about what we saw, what we did. It's uh. Take your game a little bit out when you're driving around with a radio kicking on heads, which is great, though. Both yeah. of us were in our carts, all the shit we needed, kicking on heads, turning on shit, cleaning shit out, you know, the whole time. So, again, I fucking, play your golf I course. preach about it. It's play, play your golf course. And that's the first time, in a, I think me and only, me and him have maybe done that 
that is maybe less than five times that me and really? him have done that. Yeah. And I today I will say, when you listen to this, Javier, we're doing that a fucking lot more. Yeah. Maybe we're not going to play the same way and be humbled <laughs> to the yellow tees, the forward tees every day, but we'll move them around and see it from everywhere. And you get to see, and he he was doing exactly what I really wanted him to do. We'd wheel off the side of the hole. He's got the thing notes, just taking notes, you know. And I think I'm taking them mentally, but I'm writing them all down too. Made a shitload of changes in the irrigation system. And shitload is you play 18 holes, you change 20 heads. Yeah. Holy shit. But you, I don't know. For here in Arizona, we're running that thing so constantly that if you can get your system to 80% efficiency, I think you've got it. That's borderline called dialed. Yeah. You know, in in my eyes, at least with my experience of running, if I can get it to 80% efficiency, I think I'm doing pretty goddamn good. Uh, but it fucking weird. Don't you just assume, like, eventually you get to a point where everything's just, all right. You'd think. I've done enough adjustments now over the last, and it's like, well, still got a wet area there. That's still dry as fuck. And so what I did last two years ago is just reset everything to 100 we started over fresh. And I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a 100% because smart can, move to do. It but, ends up being like, I'll look at fairways and be like, there's never 100, 75, 95, 135, 228. It's like, and then the overall adjust on the whole fairway is 110. It's like, what the fuck? We just need to just cut the bull. It's been too many years of, well, that's a little dry. That's a little wet. That's a little. But wet. if you look at, uh, for me, number 12 number seven, number six, and you, I would say, what's the one that goes along the street on White Wing on your way back? Is that eight or nine? No, sorry. Nine. And 14, nine does it? 13, 14. Okay, the sun, those oleanders and everything else. So the wintertime, your whole left-hand side is... Oh, you're talking quail? I thought White Wing. Quail has the oleanders, the par five. All right. Regardless of what hole it is, right? You've got these where the sun rises really early in the morning. It starts cooking an area as opposed to it does no sun gets there until one o'clock in the afternoon. So you, we have different sections and we're running it fucking constantly. Not that fucking, I I think we're going to get to a point where. Every night, a drone's going to take off from the top of your building. Oh, it's going to fly the golf course. It can be done it's right assess now. Assess whatever's wet and dry. You can program to what you think is acceptable. It'll land on your fucking shop. It'll download everything, and then well, well they're talking go- about fairway units, right? They're already doing they're it now. Put sensors in it to see if it's too wet. They're doing it right now. It's no, but I'm from saying that's going to be standard. From what we yeah. had at the Suds and Supers at Santan, is they say in I'm kind of confused on this, um, on how, what they mean by this is get your golf course set to be able to handle that technology. The technology is there. Are you willing to buy it? Are you willing to pay for it? Are you, you know, they can do everything. They can do all of that. Are you willing to, do you have it all set up 
Is your crew structured to run things? Do you have guys that are, they're night guys now again, or yeah. evening to night guys now? I don't know. Where we work, minus your family, minus your life. Could you, could you imagine being a single dude, 35 years old, and you had to go out to Rio Verde every afternoon from noon to 8 o'clock at night? Yeah. It would be the best thing the in best. the world, right? Desert Kansas, the same way. It's the like it's quiet. You can just five single. You get off at eight o'clock. You go crush a couple beers at the old place, and then I don't be have in to it. Wake up until yeah, until 11. noon or whatever. Not that you would, anyways. And not, not only that, I get to get in there, and I don't have any employees because everything's autonomous, so I don't have to fucking talk to anybody. I got Frankie. I'm just gonna yeah, cruise around just, with the mowers. And then your your chef, the guys at the Suds and Super, they talked about. They kept saying, with the autonomous mowers, is you're gonna be a shepherd. Yeah. Back almost to the old school days of like the dudes that are shepherding literally sheep. You're now going to shepherd three or four machines. You're just going to kind of sit in the middle and watch what goes on. Then tomorrow morning, they're going to, and that's green. That's fairways at best, but mostly rough in your big wide open areas. Can I be honest with you right now? That sounds fucking awful. Unbelievable. Awful to me. Awful. What the thirty-five and single or the, the no, autonomous mower pot? Watching shit. Oh, I thought, Sounds I thought, boring as fuck. I thought you were gonna say the thirty-five and single was gonna be no, the best goddamn thing in the world. Being a shepherd, I have no desire. I don't zero desire to do that. I would <laughs> feel like really, I and no. then tinker with everything else like no. heads and. No. So you'd rather manage your crew well, on a day-to-day basis. It's managing crew. It's managing, I don't know. It just, I, I think it's too mundane. You know what I mean? It's like perforating paper, man. It's just like you're just sitting there watching shit. There's no that thought. Is some, that is the most bizarre analogy I've ever heard. It's like perforating paper. Like, are you fucking kidding me? The word that I, the, <laughs> I, uh, I totally get it. I worked, I worked in my uncle's machine shop coming out of college, and I know exactly what you what you mean. Yeah, I worked in a I think, print shop in, in college. <laughs> I put hand perforating paper is the worst fucking thing. Your hands hurt. You got ink everywhere. Fucking horrible job. Oh, <laughs> shit. Is that not the perfect analogy? Yeah, that was the most perfect analogy. And I worked in the machine shop. <laughs> about 10 people. My uncle's, yeah. <laughs> My uncle's machine shop, it was the worst fucking job in the world. You just sat there and you hit a green button and then you watched a computer, a CNC machine, make shit for like 11 minutes. Yeah. And then it beeped and the little fucking red light went off that, that you could safely open the door and dig your hands back in there. And you unscrewed the bit, put a new bit in, and put in like six new pieces of block fucking yeah. steel. Closed all the door, you know, hit the button. What the fuck? It won't work. What the fuck? It won't work. Oh, fuck. Forgot the latch on the gl- <laughs> plexiglass. You hit the button and the fucking thing does it again. You sit there. Oh. 
And then nine more pieces or 11 more pieces come fucking <laughs> spitting out at the bottom. And it's, it's brutal. Brutal. Perforating paper is, is hands down maybe the best analogy I've ever heard. Um, my job I went to school to grow grass And now I'm going to perforate paper When we get autonomous machines Awesome Can't okay, wait. I, Sorry dude I just, There's no life I don't know I could hang out There at in the evenings Or whatever All day long without employees Just play Yeah maybe Maybe kick it around a little bit But with this ding dong And it's just me and Maybe another two employees like doing their thing, but you got to realize that it's we're only in rough. We're five years from rough mowers being on all of our golf courses. We might get a a course here or there. They can do it. They have it. We're gonna mow rough, but we're so far from. I mean, it feels like five years from now. That's going to be like that, right? I'll be 53. Yeah, Dan will be 40, whatever. Three. 43. Yeah, that's... But that's going to happen quick. Right. But it's still so far away from being what we do. It's... I don't know. I'm worried about salaries and the X. Well, it's like any idiot can do it now. You know what I mean? Well, no. No, because someone's going to have to still sit on a sprayer. Someone's still going to have to come in the morning to cut cups. Someone's still going to have to mow greens. The shepherd cuts cups. Because you're you're standing there watching mowers. You're cutting a cup. And they have cup cutting mounts on the the mowers. No, we're five years from rough mowers. No, no. On all our golf courses. Right. No, they exist. We're five years from all of us having that at our golf course. Like, this is... Like, do you see Rio Verde getting this shit in less than five years? Fuck no. No. So that's what I'm saying. Your first thing that you're going to get as... Will be a fairway unit. No, rough mowers. But it's way more... It seems like way more complex than a fairway unit. Because there's no dodging trees in fairways. True. All right. Okay, so we're going to get fairway units. Yeah, fairway units. They exist. Greens mowers aren't coming for a while. A long time. I don't think so. It'll, be more, than, it'll so be more than fast. five years. Well, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's that far away. We're, in the next five years, some somebody somewhere will have a full fleet of autonomous mowers. Well, they have them now. No, but there's going to be a golf course. That's it. But do you think... But my point Am is... Am I going to have it? You're going to have it. Eagle's going to have it. Desert Canyon's going to... I mean, Highland's going to... are going to have but mounts But how many for, of them going to have it? I don't know, but these mowers have mounts for a cup cutter. So, like, the greens mower has is going to have stuff where you just put the cup cutter stuff. It's on there. And so you're cutting the cup while it's mowing the green. You, you could be a shepherd for everything on the whole. Roughs, fairways, greens. And right? And when it's... So you're cutting the cups, you rake the bunkers while these things mow. We don't need a bunker guy and a cup cutting guy and a fairway guy. Like, it's just you. You just move with the mowers across the course. I think, yeah, I know. But that, my is that point what you is, want? I don't think it's going to be 
just you doing it. That is so far away. But I don't think it is, man. I don't think I it think is, it's dude. less time the iPhone climbs the ladder. It's less time. I think you're going to be surprised, dude. It's not that far away. I think they're, they're five because years the demand, before we have. The part of the thing is the demand because of the staffing. Now, you're going to still have to have staff to clean landscapes and edge car path and shit like that. But I don't know. Who knows? Who fucking knows? I just, I think it's a, it's f- further away. Or it's just, I don't know if it's happening. But at 55 years old, I'd be cool with it. I'd be totally cool with it. Maybe then I will be. Huh? Fu- maybe then I will be old fuck. Yeah. <laughs> wait, till, wait till you reach it. You'll have a, your fucking little Frenchie running around, hanging out in the golf cart <laughs> with right. you. You get one of these fuckers that roll around with you every day. You kind of do it. It does relax you a little bit. Yeah. It well, for sure. The loose cannon in my shop. Mm. Of that, it's golf has now like we got a group that's ready to go to fucking play some golf. Like the idea that we're having this argument about, like we have people ready to play you know that's what i mean is like fuck the names and who's gonna play with who we're now having a conversation about like who we're gonna pair this guy up with and fuck we have too many i only wanted so many and now we got too too many too many hasn't happened in a while yeah right okay and let alone you have put or you've always talked about that um i don't want to have rio on the hack because it's so far away and you don't want it. And we've talked about it. We don't want you having it the week after I have it. We're next door to or each Tonto. other. Right. Well, Tonto hasn't been on it f- right. forever. Right. 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 And you're like, Oh, I don't want to have it like a week after you, but that's the best time to have it for you. Yada, yada, yada. Now we're going to have one. We're going to have a little game on, Tuesday, Wednesday, Big Ed's coming yep. to town. Yep. Big Ed's in town. May. Miguelito. So hopefully, May. let's hope. Let's. Mike is. Mikey. Listening to this Mikey's way coming. From Mikey's coming. Let's, <laughs> let's just, let's just, let's just say it right now. Mike's coming. Uh, so they're so going to be listening to this together on the way down. To on Phoenix the drive. On they're going to drive in. Yep. Coming down. How long is that ride? 20, 20 from Ames, or? Iowa. Denison. Well, Denison. Ed Ed heads down, picks up Mike in Kansas City, and then all the way down. Probably maybe stop in Denver, stay the night. Uh, Or Albuquerque, I guess, that way. Yucky. Albuquerque (laughs) fucking. New Mexico stinks. When I went there to go up to, I mean, I've said it fucking too many times. New Mexico stinks. I lived in New Mexico for like four years. Oh, man, yeah. Al McGordo. <laughs> I mean, what a name. I mean, it just sounds like <laughs> this stinks. <laughs> just say it out loud and stand on the hill and be proud. This fucking stinks. In the fucking... Right uh, Real close to White Sands National Park. In the middle of nowhere. That uh, 
this the uh flag don't tread on me that's you know that's the marine corps i know but it just make it a dog shit pile and just be like this stinks but it'll be the same yellow flag with a swirly of dog shit this stinks and that'll be the little city's like a beautiful state but it's just such it's got sections like it's got sections that stink and the only fucking section i've been through is the section that fucking stinks uh so anyways got a little golf game going uh next week at rio uh, we're doing two man teams two man teams uh funny that you asked hey you sent out the message to a group of dudes hey get a teammate yes right? you kind of encouraged off the bat is because Big Ed's coming to town, you're right? right? Yep. So you're stuck with Big Ed, <laughs> and the idea was, hey, maybe bring somebody from outside of golf, right? And all of us brought everybody from inside right. of golf. So I only uh, we had four tea times, so I invited eight dudes, assuming they would not bring a superintendent, right? I like, tr- hey, bring your buddy, but I then. Like, looking back, it was so stupid because it's, like, Wednesday at 11. And all of us are buddies yeah, during right, golf, right? right? Right, We've got one vendor group, Casey and <laughs> McDonald, right? Yep. Uh, best golfer probably and a good golfer. He's he's pretty good. You're going to tear it up. I would, yeah. Skins game, uh, best ball. We're going to do what? Skins and that best ball? Ed's coming to town. Maybe Mike's coming to town. Yep. Yep. Uh, I I just want to get a a team game together. I think it's a great format for before. It's almost like a kickoff of Hack. I don't think you need to host Hack Attack after. There's no time. Do you see that list? Yeah. There's two openings and one's right after Tonto. We're not going to do that. That's a good decision. I think that's it. And I think you're doing the right thing. I can't think of the other one, but it was impossible or it just didn't make sense. I think it, and I appreciate that. So you clowns that are in golf, fucking put a game together. No, but seriously, um, Zura Classic, I think it's it's the more the PGA does events where we get the, a little bit of taste of these guys' personalities, it's it is just like every other sport. Like, the more you get to know the dudes, the more everybody, you know, you can almost sell your wife on it. You know, it's like a reality show. You can kind of fucking get involved. Hey, get involved. He's got a cool, and he's got three kids, and he's, you know, same white, same girl that he dated in high school. No, oh, that's such a great fucking thing. Oh, they love each other. <laughs> Then you crash it with a big wet fart. But it's, uh, I think it's cool to watch the two man teams. I think there should be more. I, there is a celebrity thing that's going on as well right now that's got, um, Josh Allen. I think it's got PGA dudes. No, uh, Tony Romo, I know, is playing in it. Uh, it's got a, I saw one PGA, ex-PGA professional playing, and it was an ex-LPGA. They, they were a team. There's something else going on at the same time. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's now, right now. But I love when the PGA, I think they should do more games. Yeah. You know, side side action. We should get side action on the PGA they Tour. Do, 
<laughs> there's a game called Trainwreck, and I think you have to have it's like a four man team. You have to have two net pars, and then oh, and then you get points for like birdies, pars, and bogey. Or yeah, eagles, birdies, pars, whatever. You get points, but if you don't get two net pars, like your, your whole shit washes. And I played with my members in uh, sixteen. Uh, I played it on quail. Sixteen quail is a short par three, so nobody gets a stroke. Yep. And it's not easy. Par three is just not easy to make par on. Period. And that one's not no. easy at all. No, no, that's this is the one with the water short. It's short, but oh it's yeah, hard, yeah. Uh, so like I think everybody got a stroke there because of that. Otherwise, like it's pretty much everybody get washed on sixteen because it's that hard to make for two people to make a net par on a on a well because nobody's getting strokes right. So, I think that would be fun if they if the PGA could figure some some random bullshit game like that. But they can't have net games. Well, they they do if they're plus six. That means they got a birdie. They could have to birdie to make right, but they're all plus sixes. So they would have to birdie to make a net par. It's still the all the handicap does is make it fair for everybody. It would be the same. They'd be the playing the same game as you if you're. Handicap's correct. Yeah, right? no, but you you can't have that on the PGA Tour. Why not? Because they're all plus sixes. Right. They're all legit golfers. Yeah, but it's the so same So there's game. no... If everybody so in the group was You might as well play it straight up. If everybody in the group was an 18 handicap or a plus six, it's the same game. Because you're getting the same amount of strokes. They're giving strokes. You're getting strokes. Oh, you're saying play this against pigeons. No, played against each other. PGA players? It is. Matt, you don't understand. Because of no, handicaps. No, no, I don't understand it. Handicaps level the playing field for everyone. Right, but the so they're all PGA professionals in the same event, and then yeah, now they, they have get a hand, strokes. Let's assume they have a handicap. Well, yeah, and they're, that's what I'm saying. They're all should be plus right, sixes so, and fives. And, so if, they, if they're a plus So Billy six, Horschel's getting a stroke against Rory McIlroy on the sixth hole of whatever. But they're losing stroke. If you're a plus handicap, you're stepping up on a par four and you have to have birdie to make a net par. See what I'm saying? The math's going the other way, dude. You're not understanding. No, I think we're talking about two different things. These guys are plus handicaps, right? Correct. Right, so there's holes where a par four when they stand up there and they have to make three to make a net par. I know, but are they playing against me or are they playing against other PGA professionals? It doesn't matter. They could play against anybody on the planet as long as you have an established handicap, because it evens the playing field for everyone. You're playing the same game. There's a hole if you're a plus six and I'm a minus six. That we can step up to the far four. You've got to make birdie and I've got to make bogey to make par. Oh, no. I, I'm agreeing with that. I thought we were talking about an event that had that established in it. Oh, that's too deep. <laughs> this is too You know what I mean? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what happened there? I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Neither do I. <laughs> I thought we were on the same page. No, all say we're talking we about were... playing a game. You could play Trainwreck on the PGA Tour. It would be the same as playing it at Rio Verde Country Club. Because everybody, as long as you have an established handicap. Okay, that's what I'm saying is I think they all have an established handicap, but they're all the exact same fucking thing. They're all plus I understand. threes or fours. I understand. But it, they're, it would still make the game the same. 
because of handicaps. So even one number, plus four versus plus five, changes it that much? Yeah. All right. If, if you were a plus four and I was a plus 36 and we played a net match... It should be very even through. No, I holes. totally understand that. Right. But putting PGA players that should all be they're the best in the world, the right. best seventy-five yes. guys. Right? Why would a hand a handicap shouldn't matter any at this point? It shows it every Sunday that there's a different winner every week. That they're all that good. That they all have the chance. You don't have to throw in a handicap system for a PGA player. That's what I'm saying. But to play this, <laughs> to play the game I wanted to play, train wreck, you would have to play with the. Correct. Yeah. They're all the same fucking handicap. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't matter, dude. If we could play train wreck on the PGA tour with four PGA professionals and four knuckleheads from Phoenix. In the game should still be tight because you're playing to a handicap. The game still we're still going to okay, be close. I've asked this question three times. It so is the event? Does the event have PGA players? Yes. And me and you? No. Then it doesn't matter. What are we talking about? Then the if you're a plus seven and I'm a plus five, it does matter. But the PGA event that you're talking about yes. that they're playing in doesn't have me and you involved in it. I'm it's, talking about if the player in the PGA Tour has a handicap and it's a plus six. John Rubb at Wisprock is a plus six two. He has an established handicap. Correct. You could take that to the event. Everybody in the field will have this handicap. It might not be the same. It might be close. They all might be with like plus six within plus five to plus seven you're talking pga players yes. that, so no we're on the same page i don't know where it matters that anybody gets a stroke because they're all plus sixes they're getting at, strokes they're giving strokes to who to the N golf hole dude it's the same as getting one but if they're giving all stroke, giving it. They're all giving it because they're all that good. They're not giving it 18 times. They're giving it six. If they're a plus six on six holes, they're giving a stroke. Correct. They're, Just like if you're a, but a six. But every PGA professional is a plus whatever, plus four, five, right, six. Right. So that's what I'm saying is who is this event against? Do I get to play against it? Yes. I don't know where your handicap system even becomes a conversation if they're all plus fives. Let's start over from the top. This game is called horse is called train wreck. Okay. Okay. You play with the handicap. Right? Everybody in the group. It doesn't matter what your handicap is. You play with your handicap. You have to have two net pars in your group. Or you lose all the points in your group. Okay? So if I got a plus six and a minus six in my group, and the dude birdies to make par or let's say it comes to you and you're a plus right and you've got a birdie putt to make net par and you miss it we're train wrecked we lose all the points see what i'm saying we didn't get two net pars 
I'm saying you could pull that out on the PGA Tour if you had four, like 16 groups of four. Those dudes could play the game and end up in the group with no two net pars because of their handicaps. Even if they rolled in a par, but they it ended up being a net bogey, they're direct. That's my point. Okay. There's going to be instances where a par is going to be a net bogey for those guys. When? For PGA professionals, when? When do they par? No, when are they going to get a net par or gross par or it's not gross? Net. Okay, net. When are they going to get a net par? When they make a birdie. Every fucking time. Right? No. You're talking gross, bro. Okay. <laughs> Maybe gross is just the score. Net is the score plus the handicap. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I understand that. Yes. I just you gotta stop. I know. We're yeah. sitting in our circles. That's gonna I think we're in cut. Nah, we'll see how it goes. I just think yes, I'm stopping at that point. So I think we're arguing the same thing, but we're a, a mile off. I think so. Fuck. I wish I knew where your pain was right now. This makes so much sense to me. I, I, un, I think I don't understand the game. Okay. The game is what it is. When you start throwing in handicaps, I don't think, I guess my point is to bring in PGA professionals, I think they all relatively have the same awesome handicap. They're all plus right. whatevers. That's fine. Because it shows every week there's a different winner. Mm-hmm. You have a couple here and there. Some play, don't play. Yes, we have the top 10. But for the most part, they're PGA golfers and okay. they all have a fucking legit chance. Okay. And you put that against in a game that is quote unquote handicapped. Uh-huh. I don't think it works out as well as if you took those same PGA professionals and put me and you in there and handicapped it. Then I understand that it's it becomes more even because we're getting two strokes a hole off these fucking dudes. I don't think there's a PGA professional that should legitimately get a stroke or give a stroke. They're never going to get a stroke. To another PGA professional. They're never going to get strokes, though, dude. They're always going to give them, no matter what. They'll okay, give I don't think they should give stroke. It should be even, then. If everybody's giving a stroke, I don't understand why that's not now even. It's just a game. It's just a four-man game. Just because if you're a seven, plus seven and I'm a plus six, there's going to be one hole. That you're gonna, I'm gonna get a stroke because you're a better player. That's the same if you were a minus six and I was a minus seven. You're the better golfer. I know that. I'm just saying is I don't know where a PGA professional should be given strokes so then to another PGA you professional. You couldn't. You're, then your argument would be you can't play that game if you're all minus sixes because you're all the same. If you're all minus no, you 18, can, you can't you play, can the game. play the game. Absolutely. But yeah. there's no game because they're all even. 
It's just going out and playing. So don't play games. No, they play it the way they do every week. Stroke play. We were just talking about making games for the PGA. That's like making it fun. That's all I was saying. Correct. Some and random game. What I'm saying is the two-man thing works. I think four-man ball works. I was just I don't, making up a just, a just like, know. oh. But if the handicap system doesn't work. The that's the only way golf works, Matt, is because of handicap system. That's the only way to Not leave. on the PGA Tour. Dude, if you have a real established handicap and you played against Jordan Spieth and he played to his handicap, that's you guys me. should be close. That's me. That's why there's a that's handicap. That's not PGA professionals doing. It doesn't matter who's playing because you have a handicap. It doesn't matter who's playing the game because the handicap is established. If Phil Mickelson plays John Rahm at Whisper Rock, they have two different handicaps, and they play to those two different handicaps that might actually work out to one-stroke difference, even though they play on the tour. Because one's a 6-2 and one's a 6-8. So when they play in the club championship at Whisper Rock, you're saying they shouldn't get a stroke because of future professionals? Then they, once you get your card, you don't get a handicap. Okay. This is, I get it. Now I know exactly where our disconnect is. On paper, I'm going to agree 100% to you. That is exactly yes. how the system works, how it should work, all this other shit. I am arguing the gentleman's end of it. The gentleman's end of it is I'm a professional golfer. You're a fucking professional golfer. Let's go fucking onesie twosies. Let's go fucking play golf. Well, that argument can be made for two amateurs. Yeah, absolutely. My point was the game, just this made-up game that we were talking about no. 30 minutes ago, was you use a handicap in that game because you might be a 6'2 and I might be a 6'8. And I gentlemanly said no dice are two professional <laughs> golfers should they ever bring that up. Then we should... Never play any net games. You should just play gross golf no, all the time. No, professional golfers. Matt, shouldn't. we were talking about in a fictional situation of playing this game called Trainwreck. That was it. Oh, correct. Right. No, I I totally agree with you. This is the worst. What we were talking about. We've ever had. I think we're arguing damn near the exact. I don't same think we thing. are though. I think we are. All I'm saying is if you were just trying to make a game, a net game, no matter who is playing in the game. I like it with our it group. Work. I love it with our 12s, 18s, 6s, 5s, 1s, plus yeah. two threes. I love, I love it with that. I don't like it. Just tune in. Not that I wouldn't tune in on Sunday. I'm just saying it's that isn't getting me. I would rather it just be straight up stroke play. Let's fucking go play. If I was watching it, I love it in the amateur end. I absolutely think it's one of the best. Like that's where the handicap makes for me golf super interesting and even more fun is that it evens the playing field right away for PGA professionals. I don't think it works the same just because there's 72 of them that are fucking the best ones in the world. 
and they're so good. Argued for 20 minutes because they're PG professionals. All I was saying is that would be a fun game to watch. I don't care who it was. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck the PGA professionals. But I don't think it's that fun because if it's PGA professionals. They're not going to ever play train wreck on tour. I promise you. I promise you. They will never play train wreck on tour. Are we playing train wreck on Tuesday? I hope. <laughs> not on Wednesday. Teams. Oh. You need four man teams. Oh, shit. That was. <laughs> that was exhausting. This <laughs> is fucking great. You want another beer? I can't. I gotta drive. Mm. Probably get an ice cream cone. I gotta fight. Huh? Probably get an ice cream cone. <laughs> 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 Shit, I want some ice cream. Bring some for me. Ugh. So, yeah, anyways, we got uh, men's club this weekend uh, coming up. We got the champions. The club championship and the quote unquote the president's club same weekend. It's kind of bullshit. I've always touted that this men's club is one of the best ones that I guess it's the only one I've ever been involved in. But the way it's organized, you know, they use the uh, Golf Genius app so you can always watch your scores. I mean, it's immediately updated. Good group of dudes. Uh, it's got golfers of all sorts of ranges. Good golf course to have it on too. You can spray it around there, but then you gotta, like I've always said, the green complexes are fucking will beat your dick in. But uh, this weekend, and then we got the Presidents Club too, on the same weekend, which is weird. Two tournaments, same thing. Weirdest thing I've ever heard yeah. of. Um, playing the blue black combo. Years ago, it used to be the. A players played, or the champions, this division, and you could get in as a 27 handicap and exactly play it evenly, just like, but it's pigeon golf, it's amateur golf, but you had to move all the way back. And they would put out the some of the purple tees, and the purple tees are the college tees, yeah. you know, at GCU. And it's, I think that place gets to 70, 75 plus. Really? When it's... It's a monster. Number three is like a 603-yard hole from the purples. They never put the markers out there, which is great because people steal them. Fucking, oh, oh look at yeah. me. I got a GCU purple fucking lope. Blue-black combo, though, for every bla- from uh, D player to A player, it's kind of niche. I think the A player should be on all blacks. Probably B and C should be blue-black combo or white-black combo. And then D players up. And then uh, day two will whiffle it down to fucking where we stand. And then you, you're you probably not playing with your buddies anymore. Just different golf. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's definitely different golf. You get a couple fucking sausages <laughs> and you hate uh. it, dude. It stinks. Golf can stink. For eight, for four yeah, hours. Yeah, been there. If you get stuck with the wrong dude, right? Yeah, three hours of Caddyshack uh, quotes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, lake. you did have that. That was at a cactus. That was at one of your first, first hack attack. attack ever was uh, <laughs> four hours of fucking Caddyshack. At San Marcos, the sweatiest golf course in the valley in <laughs> July. Because yeah. they got those, the biggest salt cedars I've ever seen in my life. 
So the humidity inside there, those because those th- trees are sweating way more than you are in July. Just pump it. Is, it's unreal how many gallons. Per, I think it's like 400 gallons a day those things suck up. Or and what are, they, what are they sweat out? Because there's <laughs> so much coming out of there because they're growing leaf or buds all year long. And those fucking things are insane. Are At San Marcos are Huge. 80 foot trees. Yeah. Huge. All right, you want to wrap this thing up? Let's get out of here, Dan. Thank you for coming out here on a Friday night, Frankie. Thank you for curling up into a ball that in a seat that you don't fit in. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. Love you, Mom and Dad. You'll never walk alone. Go Reds. <laughs>